Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Oh, my God. Do you know what today is? Okay, okay. We need to look at a calendar. Look at the calendar. It is. September 22nd. Fall is my absolute favorite season. Well, you're in luck. You're in luck. Today just happens to be the first day. First day of... The fall season. The temperature. Just keep getting cooler and cooler. You'll need a sweater. You ready to start? Let's start the show. Hello, fellow patriots and liberty lovers everywhere. Great to have you along as we kick off the first day of fall edition of the Bobby Mack Electric Radio Program. I love the uh, the way the media loves to beat up President Trump. So the United States has more COVID-19 deaths than any other nation on the face of the earth. Okay, let's take a look at the numbers for just a moment here, can we? The number of deaths to this moment in the United States, tragic though they may be, 204,956. Now, in terms of the confirmed case fatality rate, that is, how many of the people who contract COVID-19, and this is setting aside, of course, all the people that died from gunshot wounds to the head and were killed in motorcycle wrecks, our confirmed case fatality rate is 2.9%. That ranks 30th in the world, all right? Now, you look at the rest of these numbers, China, supposedly, this is according to WHO, CDC, and all these other big-time organizations, right? China has conducted 160 million COVID-19 tests, and they are only reporting 4,634 deaths. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's ridiculous to think that uh, while the U.S. fatality rate, I think I said 30th, we actually are 20th in the world, but China, China, as the presidents would say, ranks behind Peru, Chile, the Netherlands, and Bangladesh. Does anybody with a brain think that China, a nation of a couple billion people, has only had 4,634 deaths. Does that include all the doctors and other medical care uh, personnel that were disappeared? We'll talk about that as we go along. But first things first, because today I have the pleasure 
of being joined by the former campaign uh, chairman of the uh, Trump campaign back in 2016 when we first met. Corey Lewandowski joins me this afternoon. Corey, welcome. It's great to have you here. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's great to be back. Yeah, great to uh, to be talking with you. I know that uh, you and your pal David Bossy, we were all together here for an event a couple of years ago, have uh, now gotten together on a new New York Times bestseller, America First, The President Succeeds Against All Odds. It's a great title because the president has succeeded, not only against the Democrats, against the media, against Hollywood, uh, but against everything they could throw at him, including a, a staged coup attempt. It's, it's, it's nothing short of a miracle. Well, you're, you're exactly right. And the, and the truth is this book was going to be the story of the 2020 campaign and how the president once again defied the odds and beat everybody. But we decided to write it during the world of COVID. And the book outlines all of the promises that the president made four years ago, all of the promises that the president has kept. It talks about the real Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, and what has really transpired uh, during his 47 years in public service and how President Trump has been able to achieve more in 47 months than Joe has in 47 years. So Trump, America first, is the philosophy that the president wakes up with every single day. And so we wrote a book. It's uh, available on pre-order. comes out on Tuesday, but it's called Trump, America first. And it's the real story about how and why this president's going to win re-election in November. Yeah, and uh, as the president likes to pose the question, Corey, are, are you tired of winning yet? I don't think any of us are. We're going to win on November 3rd a second term for the president and and also uh, falling into the president's lap uh, just uh, over the weekend, the uh, passing of Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, giving the president an opportunity to nominate and have appointed uh, advice and consent by the Senate, a third Supreme Court justice. Talk about a game changer. That's it. Well, this is really historic. You know, some presidents in two terms don't get three Supreme Court justices. This president's going to have three opportunities in his first term. And this is really the seminal court uh, seat because we know that the court is really divided right now. Uh, an ideological line split five to four with Chief Justice Roberts, kind of the swing vote right now. Sometimes right. he's with us, sometimes he's with the liberals. But if the president appoints a constitutional conservative in the in the realm of Clarence Thomas and uh, – in the, in the realm of Antonin Scalia, who was a great you know, justice when he was there. And the president is going to do that when you look at Neil Gorsuch and you look at Justice Kavanaugh. This makes the court potentially six to three on some matters and five to four still in the majority if you lose John Roberts. So this is a seminal decision. I know the left is very, very motivated by this, but so are we because the truth is the president's nomination, which he's going to make on Saturday, his announcement, uh, is going to be someone who is eminently qualified to be a justice of the Supreme Court. And if the Democrats want to go out and attack this person because of their religion, because of their ethnicity, their sex, their socioeconomic status, then they are politicizing the court. The American people do not want a political court. They want someone who is capable and competent to serve, and that's who this president's going to nominate on Saturday. Yeah, you know, it's amazing, Corey. We used to talk uh, a lot back in the day about a nominee being a strict constructionist that is somebody that actually follows the constitution and interprets the law rather than makes it and we've gotten far afield from that here in recent years 
Well, you're absolutely right. And, and you look at what this president has been able to do in the first almost four years. Over 200 federal judges have been appointed to the bench, lifetime appointments. Those are strict constitutionalists. Yep. Those individuals are not legislating from the bench. Uh, you look at the way he has fundamentally transformed the 11th Circuit, the 9th Circuit out in California, right? We're on the cusp of having a Republican-appointed uh, majority out there, which is a wholesale change. And when Donald Trump gets reelected in six weeks from tonight, then he's going to have an opportunity over the next four years to continue that tradition. But our fight right now, the fight for the soul of America, is going to be borne out in the next 42 days, and it's going to be squarely on who he nominates as the next Supreme Court justice. And the rumor mill, Corey, and we're talking with Corey Lewandowski, along with his pal David Bossie, has a new book out, Trump America First. The rumor mill, Corey, grinding exceedingly fine that 7th, U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals Judge Amy uh, Coney Barrett is going to be the president's nominee. There was something that I saw on the web earlier today that when Judge Kavanaugh was announced as the nominee <clears throat> and, uh, and Jud- Judge Barrett was one of those under consideration that the president supposedly was asked, uh, why not Barrett? And, uh, and President Trump supposedly replied, I'm saving her for Ginsburg. Well, look, I, I, I don't want to get out in front of the president. What we know he has said publicly is that he wants to nominate a woman for this yep. seat. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was a historic pick when she was chosen. She served on the court for more than a quarter of a century. And uh, we need a pick that is going to um, ensure that the conservative principles are upheld because Ruth Bader Ginsburg was an unapologetic liberal. And that's mm-hmm. okay. That's, right. the governing, that's the governing philosophy she sat on the bench with. But this president has said, if I'm going in for a fight, I'm going all in. And I know the president. I've had the chance to speak with him. He is ready for this fight. He is gearing up for this fight. The outside groups are ready for this fight. The, the U.S. Senate is ready for this fight. And these senators, let me just say, these senators who say, hey, I don't want to do my job until after the election, shame on you. Right. right? You don't have the privilege to determine when you stop doing your job or stop taking your paycheck. Part of your job is to look at the people who this president puts up, and he has the right, just like Barack Obama asked for, just like others have asked for. It is the president's job to send nominations up to the Senate, and it's your job to consider them. You don't have to vote for the person, but you have to at least least give them the due consideration that they're entitled to. Yeah, no question about it. And if conservatives have any question in their mind, if it is Judge Barrett, Corey, just the fact uh, that she clerked at the Supreme Court for the late Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia. Uh, I'm sorry, but if uh, if Justice Scalia thought that her qualifications and her conservative principles uh, were enough to for him to hire her as a clerk, that's pretty much good enough for me. Well, look, I don't think any conservative in America would ever question uh, Justice Scalia's credentials. And if they did, then they are not a conservative. You know, he, he led from the front. He is unapologetic about that, just like Clarence Thomas. And, um, you know, that's what happens when you're a leader. And so just by the fact that she had the opportunity to work for such a legend, a person who took mm-hmm. their jobs so very seriously, should tell you that she is imminently qualified if that's who the president picks. And I'll tell you, Barbara Lagoa, 
who has a who has an enormously impressive record as well. The first woman on the Florida State Supreme Court. She's now sitting in a federal court down right. in Florida. Uh, parents were uh, they fled Cuba because of the Communist Party down there. And so, look, we've got some very very qualified individuals that the president is giving consideration to. And when he makes that decision, we are all in for this fight. Yeah, there's no question that uh, this is uh, a, an, an ultimate challenge. Uh, for the liberals, for the progressives, for the socialists slash, slash Marxists, because they know they have very few issues that the vast majority of the American people are going to agree with them on at the ballot box. And so they depend on an activist judiciary to be able to get their way. And, and they have gotten that. And look, just remember, just think back, and I know it wasn't that long ago when Miguel Estrada was nominated under the Bush world, right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember what Dick Durbin did? He said, this guy isn't qualified. You know why? Because he's Hispanic. They went after his race. I mean, <laughs> yeah. these guys who serve in the U.S. Senate are racist. You know, we've heard what Joe Biden has said about the African-American males. He's right. called them predators. Right? Yep. I mean, this is the Republican Party, the media doesn't want to report it. They are the party of equal opportunity. That's what we have always been, and the Democrats are losing that message every day. We're seeing the success that Donald Trump has had in bringing the African-American vote over to the Republicans, and that's why, amongst other reasons, he's going to get reelected by a bigger electoral majority in 2020 than he won in 2016. Yeah, I have that confidence as well. How are you doing, Corey? I know you're spending a bunch of time on the road right now, right? Well, it's so true. Look, I had been in last week. I was in Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Iowa. I think this week I'm actually back in uh, Ohio tomorrow because the president was there yesterday. It is, you know, a place where we're going to continue to fight. But mm-hmm. we feel very good. I feel good about our work in Michigan. I feel good. I feel very good about Minnesota. I'm going to make a prediction that Donald Trump is going to be the first Republican since Richard Nixon in 1972 to win the state of Minnesota. I mean, wow. that is unparalleled. Yeah, it and is. Ten more addi- ten additional electoral votes. He's going to win my home state in New Hampshire. Four additional electoral votes. We're going to win in Michigan, which we barely carried, 10,704 votes. We're going to win in Pennsylvania. We're going to win in Wisconsin. And we're going to win in Iowa. And the truth is, at the end of the day, the American people have seen what this president has delivered for them whether it's economic security, homeland security, or national security, whether it's standing with our men and women who serve on the thin blue line or it's rebuilding our military, this president has made some promises, and he's kept them all. And that is the difference. This president defends the police. Joe Biden wants to defund the police. Yeah, it's a, it's a stark contrast, perhaps never uh, quite as stark as it will be uh, in, uh, on November 3rd of this year. Corey Lewandowski, along with his uh, friend David Bossy, co-authors of the new book, Trump America First, uh, which is, of uh, course, it comes out tomorrow, Corey. Is that right? One week from today. So you can pre-order it today, and it'll get delivered on Tuesday of next week. It's very exciting. It is the case for why Donald Trump should serve four more years as our president. Is Biden actually going to debate, Corey? He's, look, let, let's just be clear. Joe Biden has waited to be on the national debate stage as a, as a Democratic candidate for president for 47 years. He's been running yeah. for president for almost 30 years. So I think he's going to show up. And when he shows up, as long as he doesn't fumble and mumble every single answer, the media <laughs> is going to say it was the greatest debate performance since JFK. That's what they're going yeah. to say. You understand. They're sure. completely in the tank for this guy. They've never asked him a tough question. And when he does take questions, we know that the media has to be scripted. Joe has to have 
He's reading his teleprompter on what are supposed to be live interviews. And can't even do that properly. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And still ends up saying that 200 million Americans died of COVID-19. Oh, yeah. And he says, then he reads, the top line answer for Venezuela is, and then he just keeps on reading, right? I mean, right. It's just amazing. Yeah, he, so, he is. Uh, he, he is, he is, is going to show up. He's going to yeah. show up, but I'll tell you what. Uh, I briefed the president, prepared him for, I think, 14 Republican presidential debates in the primary. I was part right. of the team that briefed him on the three crooked Hillary debates. Uh, he is an amazingly sharp, fast, witty individual who is prepared for this. And uh, look. I, I know Joe's going to be there, but I called Donald Trump the Rocky Marciano of, of <laughs> politics, and that guy's undefeated, and so I got my money on the champ. Yeah, you and me both. It's, it's going to be worth the price of admission, and, and I fear uh, that if your name is Joe Biden, it's going to be ugly. Corey Lewandowski, a great guy and, and a great friend of the president. Uh, Corey, thanks for your time as always, and, uh, and best of luck and Godspeed. Thank you. My pleasure. Take care. You bet. 322 here on the Bobby Mac Show. Take a quick break here and then be right back with more as we cruise on here on Tuesday. Later in today's show, I'm joined by Congressman Jeff Duncan. He also will be with me for a fairly extended period of time. We'll talk about uh, the upcoming battle over the Supreme Court nomination and everything else going on in the Was- uh, in Washington, including uh, the battle over uh, more relief funds that uh, Pelosi and the Democrats keep uh, blocking. Be right back here on the Bobby Mack Show on Tuesday. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Kind of a, a short segment here because we went a little long with Corey, but uh, he is a busy guy and we don't really get much of an opportunity uh, to get him on the show as much as we used to. So I like to take advantage of uh, the chance when we have him here. 28 after three here on the Bobby Mac Show in on my text line 
Afternoon, Bobby Mack. The station has been coming in and out all day. Uh, I guess somebody doesn't want the truth out there, but it is another beautiful day in Greer. No, actually, there's no conspiracy behind this one. Our crack engineering staff, Tony and Robert, uh, the whole crew, uh, they are out at our transmitter site, even as I speak. Uh, Some tubes needed some maintenance and a few needed replacing, and so we have been on low power for a while. But I believe if we're not back up on full power already, uh, we will be very shortly. Also in on the text line, Bobby, can you please explain what a COVID-19 case is? Is a confirmed case simply a positive test, which we know are 94% uh, of the individuals that test positive have two and a half different underlying conditions? Or is it someone seeking help because they are sick? A, a, according to the way I understand the uh, CDC numbers, a confirmed case is simply a positive test. Okay. Um, uh, Bobby Mack, a woman, yes, but, but for some reason, I don't like it, uh, just seems wrong. Yeah, it, in a sense, you know, it is, dare I say, sexist, you know, that uh, we, we lose a woman off the court, we have to replace with a woman on the court. Uh, good afternoon, Bobby. During Y2K, people were stocking up on supplies and prepping for what could be a disaster to come. Have you heard anything regarding uh, just after the election that would make people want to prepare for it all to break loose? Uh, there, are a lot, there is a lot of speculation that if Donald Trump wins, uh, that uh, Soros will step up even further all the domestic terrorism and anarchy. My own personal belief is no matter what the, uh, the current environment may be, it's always a good idea, as the Boy Scouts taught me years ago, to be prepared. 3.30 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Annie is ready to update the news. I'm right back on the other side. Uh, we'll talk about some of these uh, names being bandied about as possible nominees by President Trump to SCOTUS. Uh, give you a few details on some of the candidates. That's next here on the Bobby Mack Show on Tuesday, first day of fall. Welcome back. Great to have you along. Gorgeous Tuesday afternoon here in the upstate. 3.37 now, 23 before 4 o'clock. Uh, like a, uh, a stopped clock uh, being right twice a day, Lindsay is right every so often as well. 
as Senator Graham saying on uh, Fox News, the Democrats will destroy anyone's life to keep a Supreme Court uh, seat open. They proved that with Kavanaugh. What a travesty that was. We'll talk a little bit about the uh, nominees, uh, the names being bandied about coming up. First of all, on the uh, text line this afternoon, 71307. Hi, Bob. The Anderson County GOP is doing a phone bank at Antonio's Pizza and Pasta in Powdersville. Uh, going on right now until 5 o'clock today, we have free Trump yard signs. We welcome everyone to come and get them before they are gone. From Cheryl Cuthrell, Chairman, Anderson County Republican Party. Thanks, uh, Cheryl. Appreciate that. Thanks for the heads up on that. Uh, Bobby, as it pertains to coronavirus deaths, I think the China numbers are actually correct, and it is our numbers that are hyperinflated. I'll bet you Tara agrees. Well, I don't know if she would agree or not, but I, I think you're right in, in one aspect, which is, hey, I think our numbers are hyperinflated intentionally and deliberately. But to say that uh, the numbers of the coronavirus deaths in China are accurate, uh, I think it's ridiculous. You're, you're going to try and convince me that in a nation of 1.4 billion people, they have only had 4,634 fatalities? Uh, the mind boggles at that. Uh, uh, hi, Bobby. Clarification on the positive COVID cases. When they are reporting, they are not unique, new. They are including repeat testing in each daily disease count. That's true. Uh, for instance, as happens in uh, some businesses uh, in the world of sports where they have to be tested multiple times, if they test positive multiple times, then each one of those counts as an individual case. Uh, Bobby, so if we lose a man off the Supreme Court, would the feminazis say we should replace that judge with another man? Uh, they, they probably uh, would not. But then again, you know, uh, feminazis are by and large uh, liberal Democrats, so they would insist that whoever uh, passes off the court be replaced with another liberal Democrat. <laughs> Just the way they think. Uh, Bobby Harris has publicly said that the riots will continue no matter who wins the election. That means Dems feels the riot feel the riots are politically useful to them. Sure, that's why uh, Biden has been so late to say anything halfway critical of all the domestic terrorism. Uh, Bobby, I was in school. Lots of bad blood between the schools during those years when, oh, this is something, that's, that must be for ESPN. Sorry about that. Uh, Bob, Tara is wrong on packing the courts. Since we're in charge right now, we could add all young constitutionalists. We could have a constitutional bulwark for 50 years. What an opportunity. It's judo darling, okay? Um even though, obviously, the other side doesn't play by the rules, where do you stop when you begin packing the court? Hey, Bob, I know I've suggested it before, but can't we send just one hellfire missile at George Soros's way to let him know how annoying he's getting to be? From Ken 
in uh, Taylor's. I wish. I wish. So the uh, Supreme Court uh, nominees, the four names that are being widely floated, 7th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeal Judge Amy Coney Barrett, 11th Circuit Judge Barbara Lagoa, that uh, the other lady that uh, Corey mentioned, 4th Circuit Judge Allison Jones Rushing, and 6th Circuit Judge Joan Larson. Uh, Amy Barrett is 48 years old, former law professor at Notre Dame, a favorite of religious conservatives uh, due to her uh, Catholicism, which has also naturally brought Democrat attacks. You heard Corey mention you know, an attack on uh, a, another a previous Supreme Court nominee because he was Hispanic, believe it or not. The left doing that. Uh, Senate Judiciary Committee ranking member Diane Feinstein of California said to Barrett during her confirmation hearing for her current post in 2017, the dogma lives loudly within you, and that's of concern. Uh, Barrett was eventually confirmed 55-43. Apparently, Diane Feinstein, or Feinstein, whichever, uh, was not that concerned with Pelosi and Biden, uh, keep talking about their religious faith, even though they don't follow it. Uh, Barrett previously clerked, as I mentioned, for uh, Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia, was in the mix uh, for the seat that uh, President Trump eventually nominated Brett Kavanaugh to fill, but was passed over. As I mentioned to Corey, Axios reported uh, that Trump at the time said he was saving Barrett for Ginsburg. Barbara Lagoa is 52, previously served on the Florida Supreme Court, highly popular among political types in Florida. Some in the state are reportedly pushing the president to nominate her because it could help him win the important swing state, although I think he will anyway. Democrat pollster Fernand Amandi told Politico that if Trump chooses Lagoa, it would be a play for women, Hispanics, and most importantly, Florida's 29 electoral votes, calling her the conservative Cuban version of Sonia Sotomayor. Um, Allison Jones rushing 38 on the younger side for a potential Supreme Court nominee was confirmed to her current post in March of last year. She is a favorite of evangelicals an important well of support for the president. Besides that, she's impressive. she has impressive conservative credentials. Uh, she held three clerkships with conservative ju uh, judicial stars, Judge David Sintel on the D.C. Court of Appeals, a Reagan appointee who is now the presiding judge of the U.S. FISA Court, then Judge Neil Gorsuch when he was at the Tenth Circuit, and Justice Clarence Thomas on the Supreme Court. Uh, the other names that are mentioned there as well, Joan Larson uh, is uh, one of the others, and um, Larson, like Barrett, was reportedly one of six candidates interviewed by the president to replace retiring Justice Anthony Kennedy in 2018. She uh, went to Northwestern University School of Law, which would make her an exception on the Supreme Court, which is largely made up of uh, Ivy Leaguers, as you know. So uh, that, there's a, a brief uh, thumbnail of each of these uh, ladies. But as I said, uh, Barrett seems to be the front runner, but don't be surprised if it turns out to be Barbara Lagoa. 3.45 now, quarter before four here on the Bobby Mack Show. 
take a, a short break here and then be right back with more as we cruise on here on Tuesday on WORD. Welcome back. Great to have you along on this gorgeous Tuesday afternoon, 10 before 4 o'clock as we go to the phones. Uh, let's uh, head to Greenville and bring in Anita here on the Bobby Mac Show. Hi, Anita, and welcome to the program. Hey, Bobby Mac. How are you? I listen every day. Loyal fan. Thank you. I'm going to have to call voter suppression. <laughs> you will <laughs> not believe what I'm running into, and I need your help, and hopefully you know what I can do. Okay. I've moved from North Carolina probably six or eight months ago. Mm-hmm. And before I could get my driver's license and all that changed, COVID hit. I got my tags and all that done. When I was going to do the driver's license, they were saying, and you had to have, remember, you, have, you got to have appointments to go. It took me 60 days to ever get this done. Man. And then they said, well, we're going to go, we're going to do the, I can't remember, the real ID, sure ID or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now I'm 61 years old and, uh, in my younger days, I thought I had to have that perfect guy. I never found him. So I married like four times. Wow. And they're saying you have to have every divorce paper from every time you were ever married. And and not just that, the marriage license. And I said, for God's sake, I wouldn't know where to even begin to do that. Yeah, no so kidding. So I go today, oh, it's crazy. I don't know who is, is doing this. And so I go today and I said, well, you know what? I'm just going to ask because I didn't realize that you only have until October 3rd to mm-hmm. register to vote in South Carolina. I said, okay, I, here's my dilemma. I, I want to get a state-issued ID or right. something. I said, I, I'm voting, and, I, I'm, you know, what do I need to do? And, oh, no, if, if you do a state ID, issued ID, we have to take your driver's license. I said, well, what do you – I said, all right, then give me a driver's license. Well, you know, we could do that, but – uh, we'd have to put a, that's only if they would do it because I didn't have my birth certificate. I had my everything else, that, my driver's license, my social security card, uh, pieces of mail. Plus, I had, I, I lived here for 25 years before I went to Charlotte. So right. there's a record of who I am, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And she said, well, if we give you that today, then what we're going to do, what we'll have to do, you'll have to bring it back in 60 days or your driver's license if somebody steals it, you will not have a driver's license. Is that we cannot reissue it. And I agree. And I said, so you're telling me, what you're telling me right here now is you're not going to let me vote. Is that what I'm understanding you to say? That there's no way around this right here where I can get it registered? And help, what do I do? Who do I call? Because I, I told her I got so mad and aggravated because, I mean, I waited like three hours for this little spill. And I said, right. well, well, let me go find the nearest dang TV camera and, and let them know your, your voter suppression is happening right here in Greenville, South Carolina. <laughs> so this is this is in Greenville County, is that right, Anita? Yes, sir. Right there on University yeah. Ridge, three hundred one. Right. Yes. It, it it sounds as if you you have you have found yourself in one of these curious catch twenty two kind of situations. 
uh, where they, they won't uh, allow you to register to vote without a driver's license, and yet you can't get a driver's license without having documentation for having been born and been uh, uh, married and divorced uh, on numerous occasions, which seems ridiculous. Here's, here's a simple question. Do you have a photo ID? I've got my North Carolina's driver's license. It's okay. For four do, more damn years. Do you have no, something? That. <laughs> that's okay. Do you? I can understand your frustration. Do you have a uh, a gas bill, a, an energy bill, a light bill, got, a cable I've bill? Got, I've got, I've got all my. I've got letters. I had three different things. Also from where I've got from them from the DMV where I, I registered my car and paid the taxes. Right. Paid a right. ridiculous three hundred dollar dang fee to register it here in South Carolina. So nobody knows who you. I am, huh? Yeah, uh, here's here, yeah, I yeah, I I hear you fine, Anita. Here's what you need to do, and you're not going to enjoy hearing this, but you're you're going to need to go down to County Square, uh, to and and actually I'm, physically. Oh, you have been there. I've been there. This is my third darn time. So I didn't realize. All right. I thought, well, okay, well, I I can just keep my North Carolina driver's license and I'll just get a state issued ID. Only I wasn't, you know, I was trying to think in my mind, how am I going to get all these? There's no way because when you go to the courthouse, sure, sure. you've got to have at least what year it was. Was it in the right. summertime? What month would help be helpful? I wouldn't even right. begin to know that. But but not just that. I've had a high level security clearance. I've worked construction my whole life, and I was. In nuclear power, the last, but not, I've got the highest level of security clearance you can have. So it's not no big and, deal and, to prove who I am. Huh? Gotcha. Money Penny, were you saying something about going to the DMV at County Square as well? No, I think Anita's. Are you talking about going to the DMV at County Square? No, she's talking about going to the to the uh, voter registration office. How I, do I, I register? I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll tell you what I would do, Anita, if I was you. I would go down to the uh, to the county election uh, commission, and I would tell them I need to speak to. Here's here's a name for you. All right, the gentleman's name who runs it. The gentleman's name who runs it is Conway Bolangia. Okay. Conway Conway Bolangia B E L L A N G I A I believe is how his last name is spelled. You need okay. to go down there and tell them that that you need to speak with him, that you have a problem that appears to be insoluble by the people at uh, who are initially handling this. You need somebody with some level of expertise because there has to be a way uh, for you to be able to register to vote. And do this, Anita. Uh, after you yeah. do that, let me know how it works out. All right? Yeah. Oh, they, they've got what? real smart with me. I mean, I wasn't misunderstanding what they were telling me. This is the third fill of it. And when I said, well, you understand my dilemma. I have to register before the third. I did not realize that, I, right. that that day was approaching. And yeah. I said, Anita, been there. do me, do me yeah, a favor. Yeah. Go back down Go back down a fourth time and tell them you want to speak with Conway Boangia. And, and if you need to make right. an appointment to see him do that, and he will straighten it out. Okay. Is he is he in the county square? Yes. Is that where he's located, the county. Yes, he is. You don't yes, he that, is. You don't know that. Oh, he's there too. Is there a yes, number? Yes, he is. He is there as well. His his office is there as well. And and let me know if this is uh, 
completed to your satisfaction. Got to take a break for the news, and we'll be right back on the other side. Best of luck to you, Anita. I know how frustrating it can be. Hour number two is on the way next. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.